Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. What is going on? Welcome to the Paranormal Romance Book Club. We are coming at you, not live, <laughs> on... When, when is it? It's August 16th. It is. It's August 16th. 2019. Yep. How are you doing today, my love? I'm okay. Good. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Do you know what today is? Today's a very special day. Is it? Yeah. Like how special? Um, well, today is is the day that your mother was born. That's right. And without her being born, you wouldn't be born. So it's a very special day. Yep. We dedicate this episode to you. Happy birthday, Mom. <laughs> so what else is going on? Nothing much, you know, just hanging out and... Getting ready to sell this house. No, we're buying a house. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we rent. Yep. <laughs> it's been Man. a long couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Had some, some, some fun things going on. My brain's addled. Yep. Lately. We're packing. Yep. And um, getting ready to move out. Uh huh. So it's been crazy, crazy. Get out of here, apartment. Get on out of here. <laughs> hey, did you know that we are international? Yeah, I just <laughs> found that out. That's kind of cool, huh? Yeah, or people's got their their VPN that they're in <sighs> no. Finland or something. No, no, I'm not going. I'm not going there. <laughs> We're international. <laughs> Stop. Stop yeah. raining on my parade. So, hello, people that listen to us from across the world or state. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's that's a, a big leap across yeah. the world <laughs> or state. That's a big difference. So, what's up with them books you've been bragging about? Oh, I've got five books today. Cool. Uh, you're really going to like two of them. Okay. You're really going to like it. I'm so excited for you to hear about them. Um, we haven't read anything with these. These Actually, there's, there's three different kinds of characters. Okay. Um, and we have yet to read about the, these particular. Whoa. Yeah, so we've got these, these five books and... I'm excited to to read them to you. Cool. I know nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know the deal here. Yes. Well, the first one is called The Ghost and the Graveyard um, by Genevieve, Genevieve Jack. That's a mm. mouthful. Yeah, I know you don't like that. I hate alliteration. Yeah. I am... It makes me irrationally angry. Yes, and I don't know why. It's never done anything to me. I just can't stand it. The Ghost and the Graveyard is a funny, exciting, and sexy read intended for adults. Due to sexual content, language, and violence, this book is recommended for ages 18 and up. So that's promising. Yeah, that's a good sign. Grateful Night. This is... This is her her name, okay. by the way. Grateful, grateful Night. Grateful Night. <laughs> I would have it. Night, K-N-I-G-H-T. Okay. 
Grateful Knight isn't looking for love when she moves into a rent-free house on the edge of a graveyard. At 22, all she wants is to recover financially so she can move back to the city where she belongs. But sparks fly when the gorgeous cemetery caretaker Rick introduces himself and mentions his suspicion that her new house might be haunted. Her attraction to him seems supernatural, and despite her resolve to not get involved, she literally can't keep her hands off him. When things in Grateful's house start to move on their own, another man enters her life. Logan, a sexy ghost with a dark secret. Hey, Bob. <laughs> he says Rick isn't what he seems, and indulging her passion for him could cost her soul. One thing's for sure. Magical forces are at work in the tiny town of Red Grove, and they're converging on Grateful. Life will never be the same once she's forced to choose between the ghost and the graveyard. Whoa. Bum, bum, bum. What do you think about that? Kind of cool. We haven't had a book about a ghost and a girl hooking up. Yeah, what's that like? What the hell kind of name is Grateful Knight? <laughs> <sighs> Genevieve Jack. I don't know. I don't know how much it was. I, I, I didn't check. I would imagine it's... Check it out if you want. Yeah, I don't want to. Are you ready for book number two? Yep, one down. This one is called Justice Calling by Annie Bellet. That's ballet. What? No. (laughs) It's Bellet. B-E-L-L-E-T. Ballet is something different. Anyway, Ballet is B-A-L-L-E-T. Bellet is B-E-L-L-E-T. Oh, it's the French way to spell (laughs) it. It's (laughs) French. After 25 years spent running from a dangerous sorcerer, Jade relishes her quiet life in Idaho. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Okay. Okay. But when dark forces threaten her friends, she's forced to dust off her magical powers. For Idaho. (laughs) Wait, there's more. Okay. Gamer. Nerd. Sorceress. Jade Crow lives a... (laughs) Lives a quiet life running her comic book and game store in wild Idaho. After 25 years fleeing from a powerful sorcerer who wants to eat her heart and take her powers, quiet suits her just fine. Surrounded by friends who are even less human than she is, Jade figures she's finally safe. As long as she doesn't use her magic. When dark powers threaten her friends' lives, a sexy shapeshifter enforcer shows up. He's the shifter world's judge, jury, and executioner rolled into one, and he thinks Jade is to blame. To clear her name, save her friends, and stop the villain, she'll have to use her wits and her sorceress powers. Except, Jade knows that as soon as she does, a far deadlier... Wow. Got tongue tied. A far deadlier nemesis awaits. Justice Calling is the first book in the 20 sided sorceress urban fa- fantasy series. Readers who enjoyed the Dresden Files or the Iron Druid Chronicles. Oh, I love the Iron Druid Chronicles. Or they just shop at GameStop in general. 
<laughs> like edge lords. This is the perfect book for you, edge lords. <laughs> but no, I do love the Iron Druid Chronicles. Oh, so maybe yeah. I'll check these out. Okay. I like games and nerds yes. and sorcery. So you don't like that one? No, that no, that one's eating. Yeah, it seems cool. Are you ready for the third one? Yep. The third book is called <sighs> Flapjacks. It's called the next cat. These Time cats. To eat lunch. These cats. We are trying to run a legit operation here. Yeah. <laughs> and you are ruining it, cat. Sigh. It's the sacrifices of being an animal rescuer. What? Yeah, that's right. We rescue animals. We saved a life. I'm coming home with another cat if we're animal rescuers. I'm going to bring home a whole new kitten. So, ignoring the cat in the background in our purely unprofessional ways. Book number three. Book number three is called Her Guardian Angel. And it is book one in the Her Angel Eternal Warriors Paranormal Romance series. Cool. I believe there are five. Okay. It's better than 20. <laughs> like that other series that I saw yeah. the earlier with 19 books in 19 it? 19 books. How? What are you? Like supernatural? Like you can't have that many things? It might be. Are you MASH? <laughs> Come on. Tone it down. A love so strong it will shake heaven and hell. A guardian angel dedicated to his duty... Marcus will do whatever heaven asks of him, but even his loyalty has its limits. When his superior orders him to gain Amelia's trust through seduction, Marcus starts to question his mission and his feelings for the beautiful woman he has watched over since her birth. Hold up. Okay. That's creepy. He's watched over her since her birth, so he's watched her as a from a baby, and now he's got to do her? What? That's what it says. Uh, yeah. That's weird and gross. Let's keep reading. <laughs> Go on. Amelia has gone from one bad relationship to another, so when a gorgeous guy moves in next door looking like Mr. Wright, she hopes he doesn't turn out to be another black knight in disguise. But there's more to Marcus than meets the eye, and when he rescues her from three demonic men, Amelia is thrust into his nightmarish world. On the run from demonic angels and the devil himself, Aided by warrior angels and their amazing women, Marcus and Amelia discover a love that will last forever. When the strength of that love is put to the test, will Marcus and Amelia win their fight for survival against the odds? Or will they lose in a deadly eternal game between heaven and hell? Okay. I don't see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Right? Like. But wait, there's more. No... No cliffhangers, no cheating, just happily forever after guaranteed to melt your heart and set it racing. Discover the passionate, possessive, and protective warriors of the Hurt Angel world from New York Times best-selling paranormal romance author Felicity Heaton as they fight to shield the women they fell in love with from a force... Fuck. I can't read. From a dark world of demons, angels, and vampires. Dude, do you remember the Nicolas Cage movie where he's an angel um, and he's watching with Meg Ryan in it? Meg Ryan, yeah, is like a City of Angels. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. 
That's kind of like what this is. Yeah, but that's what made me think of it. That didn't have all the paranormal aspects. Well, he was an angel. No, right. But there weren't werewolves and demons yeah. and vampires. <laughs> we need a sequel, Nick Cage. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, man. It's like, yeah, I fight, I fight them now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great impression. I'm working on that one. Yeah? So that's cool. I don't know. I don't get the whole angel um, side of it, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just like, who's your audience here? If you're <laughs> Christian women who are ashamed of themselves yeah. for liking paranormal smut. Yeah. Is this like a gateway for that? Maybe. <laughs> I know back when I was a Christian woman, mm. blah, 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 blah. I'm, I don't know where I'm going with this. That was, I've never been a Christian woman. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. Dear listener, you do you. Well, that's cool. Next book four is this book four? I think it's book four. Mm-hmm. I have six books for you, actually. Don't read. Don't read ahead. Okay. Of I was just everyone. counting. Just making sure. You cannot get ahead of the class. <laughs> <laughs> book number four is called Wrecked Intel, and it's book four in the Immortal Outcast series. You ready? I think so. Okay, the operative is Cody Livingston. All right. Wear shark and formal. <laughs> yes. Yes. Whoa. <laughs> Was not seeing that coming. I didn't know. I thought I picked that for you. <laughs> this dude is a shark man. Right. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember in okay in um, Goblet of Fire when Victor Crumb? Uh huh. Turns has shark head. Yep. That's what I'm picturing. In, in the underwater level of that, <laughs> level. <laughs> that part of the story. Yes, when they had to fight yep. the mermaids. Crumb took some shit and like he had like a shark head. Yeah, so yeah. he could breathe underwater. This Mm-mm. is what I I'm seeing in my head. But he still got the rest of his body. Yeah. So he's got like his regular legs just That's kicking in the guy. water and his arms. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where shark and former immortal op Cody Livingston has spent decades keeping his head down and staying off the grid. Ever since he volunteered to be part of a test group where the government attempted to create super soldiers, he's been in a fight for his life and those of the men he sees as brothers. Fellow outcasts. You see, his own government turned against him when the DNA manipulation attempts didn't go as planned. <laughs> <laughs> Now Cody spends his days trying to right the wrongs left in the wake of the experiments and protecting any innocents caught in the crossfire. This is is ridiculous. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) This is easier said than done when he has to escape the clutches of a madman hell-bent on possessing Cody's healing gifts and longevity. As old foes resurface, the stakes get even higher when Cody realizes he not only has a mate, but that she's in the crosshairs of the enemy as well. This book is written by Mandy M. Roth. And I feel like we need to read this book. Dude. How? (laughs) Right? I love how it's just like a bunch of weird like plot twists. And then at the end, oh, he's got a mate. And they do it by. (laughs) Do they do it in shark form? How's that work? 
I have questions uh, that can only be answered by reading this book. <laughs> it's next on the list. After the move, we're reading this wrecked, book. Wrecked Intel. Wrecked Intel. We're coming for you. Wow. Where shark. Where shark. Secret agent man. Like, fuck. This next one's going to be even better. Okay. Are you ready for book number five? Mm-hmm. This one is by Shelley Lawrenstone, or Lawrenston, and it's called In a Badger Way. Cool. It's got badgers in it. They're badger shifters. Petite, kind, brilliant, and young, Stevie... And hungry. <laughs> Stevie is nothing like the usual women bodyguard Shin Lee is interested in. Even more surprising, the youngest of the lethal, ball-busting, and beautiful McKilligan sisters is terrified of bears. But she's not terrified of pandas. She loves pandas. Which means that whether Shin wants her or not, she simply won't stop coddling him. He isn't some stuffed giant panda, you know. He is a giant panda shifter. He deserves respect and personal space. Something that this little hybrid is And a lot of fucking bamboo. She God is ignoring. But Stevie has found a way of finding trouble. Like going undercover to take down a scientist experimenting on other shifters. For what, Shin doesn't want to know. But they better find out. And fast. Stevie might be the least violent of the Honey Badger sisters. <laughs> this is like a fever dream that I have. About like... What if pandas were people and badgers? Like, <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about? Well, she's a honey badger, and he's a panda shifter, and they're gonna make sweet love and have <laughs> panda badger babies. She's okay. the most dangerous in Shin's pe- to Shin's peace of mind because she has absolutely no idea how much trouble they're in, or just how damn adorable she is. I think she knows. I think she knows. Honey badgers are cute as hell. You can't deny that. A honey badger knows it's they cute. They probably so. stink. For oh, them. yeah. Look at them. They're like little adorable rabid monsters. They are. I love them. Wow. So you got some, we got some gems here. Yeah, dude. And this is the last, this is the last one. It's a little, it's a little long. It's a little longer. Oh, so is this six? This is book six, yes. Okay. Um, this one is called The Fairer Hex. A Paranormal Academy Series, A Witch Among Warlocks, Book One, by Lydia Foxglove. Whoa. L-I- what, what, where do you think the, the, fo- the Foxglove tribe comes from? World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> or is that Foxflower? <laughs> I don't know. But she spells her name L-I-D-I-Y-A. Jesus Christ. So... All in right. case you want this book, that's how you spell her name. Are you ready? Ready, dude. Okay. So apparently my mom was a witch. And <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? And not just a witch, but a witch who turned bad. My poor, sweet, normal dad wanted me to have a good college experience. Instead, I get a magical offer I literally can't refuse from the world's most elite school for warlocks. Warlocks. As in guy witches. I say it like this because this is in all caps. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. I'm not going to yell. Even though I definitely have lady parts, 
Somehow I ended up at a warlock school to learn the gentlemanly arts, which are a lot more badass than I am lady magic. Did I mention the witch world is stuck in the 19th century? Unmarried witches and warlocks barely see each other outside of society balls, which are still a thing. No one knows how I ended up here. I'm thrown into a whole new world where I'm an outcast and friendless. Except for, so she's got no friends, but now she's about to, to name four friends she's got. Which makes no sense. Firion, the enigmatic fox shifter who has been watching over me since I was born. Alec, my new roommate, a sexy as sin incubus enchanted to not lay a hand on me. For safety. Or cruel and unusual punishment. Montague, the black sheep of the school since he got turned into a vampire on spring break. They had spring break in the 19th century? This is the 1800s. They didn't have spring break That's in the 1800s. That's ridiculous. Good lord, this whole book is ridiculous. But I'm not done. Harris, an arrogant ass from the most elite of all magical families. Okay, but he's not, he's not my friend, but he's Montague's. I'll work on him. My existence here breaks all the rules. Am I here for the right reasons, or am I the pawn meant to destroy the very world I'm starting to love? When my magic proves stronger than anyone expects, and the school is attacked by a demon, I'll need help from the four gorgeous magical men who are willing to break a few rules with me. They're each forbidden to me in their own way, and the greatest danger of all might not be the demons, but falling for them. All of them. This is the first book in A Witch Among Warlocks, so expect cliffhangers. It's a medium burn reverse harem story intended for 18+, which means be patient, Lydia. You'll get them there. And I will, dear readers. Oh, I will. Uh. Yeah. Whoa. Cats don't like this book. Yeah, you can't just say that. Oh, don't worry. Oh. It's, it's coming. Like, it's... She's, when you have to say it and explain it, yeah, you know, just kills the mood. So just fucking calm your, calm your tits. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't. Uh, I'm there, not... were, there were some other good ones you found. Goddamn, where shark man? Mm-hmm. The badger. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. So that's those are our six books. They went fast. Mm-hmm. It's getting. Harder and harder to find books that aren't in the same vein that we're always... They're out there, though. And I just we'll, have to find them. We'll, we, we're getting them to you. We're trying. So. Secret. Where, Shark Man? <laughs> Secret. Where, Shark Man? <laughs> so is there any other news? Yeah. So we were in Publix today. And we're checking out, getting some stuff, you Mm -hmm. know. Andrea had to go to the bathroom, Mm -hmm. so so we're checking out. So Andrea's purse was still in the in the buggy, and so we get up. uh, I get up, and and uh, the girl's like, you know, how are you doing? She's like, she's like, "Uh, I love that your shirt and your purse (laughs) match because it's like the exact same color, and I was like. Just in awe because I just got fucking roasted in the middle of the public. (laughs) Well, I can't say anything funnier than that right now. Nope. (laughs) She got you good, my dude. Burned. That's 
in the middle of the day at the grocery store. And that's the news. Dudes. <laughs> well, I don't know about you, but I sure could go for a siesta. A nap? Let's talk about naps. Okay. Uh, naps make me feel bad. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I wake up from naps. And I just don't know where I am at all in the universe. Everything's just off. I get all grumpy. I hate naps. If I'm going to sleep, I'm going to sleep. Let's naps. turn this nap into full-on full sleeping. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do, yeah. I, I, I love a nap. I've been taking a lot of naps lately. They make me happy. <laughs> Good. I'm glad they make you happy. <laughs> I wake up from a nap and I'm like, oh yeah, I can I can handle today. Bring it on, world. Because <laughs> I wake up so early. I wake up so early. Yeah, me too. You want to go take a nap? Yeah, let's take wink, a nap. Wink, wink. <laughs> All right, guys, we uh we're going to take a we going to take a nap. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We got to move soon. Yeah, but we'll be back. Yep. Soon. Ish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Email right. us, dirtybox at prbcpodcast.com. Yeah. Yeah, do that. Cool, man. Bye-bye. <laughs>